warm, enjoyable, and chock full of nuts. Just like a sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello there, Alex Dyson joining you here for a Friday all-day breakfast. And Matt O'Kine, don't it feel so fine? Oh, as as far as days of the week go, Friday has always been one of my favourites. Fry Bay, really, you would you would probably say about it, wouldn't you? If you if you want to, hey, um, how's your day been? Did you watch the vice presidential election yesterday? Um, I didn't watch it. I couldn't bring myself to watch it, but I did hear that. Uh, Mike Pence had an issue with a small insect landing on his head. Yeah, it was a fly. Yes. At least he didn't try to sort of swat it. That would have made him look like the worst candidate. I've tried to get mosquitoes that have landed on my face before and you just end up hurting yourself. (laughs) Almost as if you wanted to see how sharp a knife was and so you used your finger. And in fact, we're going to be picking up that story in a moment. But the big news is here on All Day Breakfast today, we're chatting to this artist. She's massive. It's G Flip going to be joining us to have a chat about life and her, her new song, You and I, which has just come out and um, apparently is her mum's favourite song. So we want to find out exactly why that is. And as well as that, we've got another guest, Matt O'Kine. I mean, speaking of great songs. The footy finals are on this weekend and uh, Collingwood Magpies amazingly winning through from eighth position into the semis. We're chatting to one of the, their stars in the back line there, how, Darcy how, Moore. How does everyone seem to know? Everyone in Melbourne seems to know their footy team song. I, I would not know what the Brisbane Broncos songs are. I don't know what... I've never known a song. AFL, We Love Music, is the name of the game there. And so we're going to be chatting to Darcy. Darcy. And in fact, G Flip is a Collingwood fan. I reckon we should try and um, get them both on at once. Ooh, so interesting. So she can, she can wish Darcy the best for this weekend's match. That uh, sounds playing like against good the Cats I- tomorrow night. Sounds like a pretty good idea. And hey, look, we will be jumping straight into some of the dumbest things you've done <laughs> because this has cracked me up for the last couple of days. So please stick with us. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, the wound on my thumb is healing, uh, but the shame remains. I was trying to turn my razor up the right way after I put it on incorrectly and just stuck it in my hand. Three even slices, just like you go down the deli and you want to get a little bit of champagne leg. Shaved ham. Uh, Yeah, it was a very stupid thing to do, Alex Dyson, but don't worry, I've done it. Testing out how sharp a knife is at the the knife at the, you know, kitchenware store. Um, Looking at, gee, this is a pretty sharp knife. I wonder how sharp it is. Better test it on my finger. (laughs) It can't. Either you think it's dull or you're hurt. (laughs) And we've both done it. We've just both thought, is this the depths of human, you know, imbecility? Um, And we thought we'd ask you, what what is the the thing that you've done in the past where if you were watching yourself, you'd go, who is that absolute kook? Um, We've got a couple of calls here. Jack from Melbourne is joining us here. G'day, Jack. How are you going? Not too bad, man. You, Jack. Like you, keeping the eye on the uh, the fourteen day rolling average. But other than that, going all right, my friend. Yeah, 
doing the same thing. You're waiting for the number to go down. That's it. What should it? Now, Jack, you did something a bit silly at your uh, friend's house when you were little. Yeah, when we were a bit younger, we were just you know having a bit of a sleepover as you do, and you know having a bit of a a bit of a play downstairs. And he went through the wall like his <laughs> ass went into the wall and made a big hole. And he got a bit scared and started to cry and went to get his dad. And in that time, another friend turned up because we were all having like a group sleepover and he asked, what happened? And I reenacted the story and I ran up to the wall and put my own ass through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be too hard and I didn't think that I'd actually go through the wall. <laughs> and then when his dad came back downstairs and saw two assholes in the wall, he was not very, uh, not very happy. <laughs> He would have been stoked. Sleep rounds at his house every time I mean, from now on. One asshole you can understand, but to have two assholes, I mean, it's never been done before. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock. Oh, God. Well, thank you very much, Jack from Melbourne and Briellen also from Melbourne. Hello, Briellen. Hey, how you going? Good, thank you. Now, you did something very stupid uh, on a pier. Yeah, so I was a kid, I must have been about eight or nine, and we were fishing at the Frankston Pier, and the the pier at Frankston is it's a pretty big pier, it's not, you know, it's not a, just a 10 metre or so. We're not talking um, a jetty. No, this is full no, on it's pier. it's definitely proper pier, like they put it in postcodes. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so I was uh, trusted with um, the keys to look after while Dad was fishing, and um, I... I was a pretty responsible kid, so I wanted to make sure that if the keys fell out of my hand, that they wouldn't slip through the pier. Um, and the way to do that was to physically grab the keys and dangle them between the planks of wood in the pier. To, well, make, to make sure that if they were <laughs> dropped, they wouldn't be able to fit through those holes. It, it, correct, correct. Um, and lo and behold, to my complete horror, um, I just let go of them for some reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Briellen. And to the point where my life flashed before my eyes because I was like, how are we going to get home? How am I going to break the news to Dad? Like, Dad, I didn't just drop them. I, I was testing to see if they would fall when they fell. <laughs> Um, the poor dad. You didn't even drop them from a height. Like, I can imagine if you thought, hope these don't fall through the pier yeah. and then drop them from quite high. You already, they were already through the get the pier when you dropped them. When you let go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so poor dad has to um, strip his clothes off and jump in after them because we had no other way of getting home. And, oh. and it was like at the end of the pier, so it was pretty deep at this point. Um and he, he had about four attempts and he just couldn't get them. He couldn't see them and he was like gasping for air. Um, you know, I'm like, my dad's going to die. This is how I killed my dad. <laughs> oh, um, man. <laughs> but luckily uh, the, the sunlight uh, shimmered on the keys at the end and he saw them and he managed to dive down about four metres and, and grab them up. Um, wow. So, what yeah. an ending dad. to the story. Diver dad, well I, done. I mean, we've had heard that story for the first time. That story would be told at Christmases and Easters across <laughs> your family for many years, Briellen. Do you know what? I don't think it has because the trauma is still there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for revisiting it for us. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And hopefully we'll catch you again soon, Briellen. Have a good one. No worries. Cheers, guys. If you've got a story about uh, face palming yourself, uh, please get in touch. Matt.ad.alex. This is All Day Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz.
Matt O'Kine, so excited to be having a chat to one of Australia's best musos at the moment. She's got a new song called You and I Out. Her debut single, About You, came out two years ago. And uh, her album, About Us, nabbed her a couple of arias in the uh, in the mix as well. Uh, this is the new song. Called You and I. It's her mum's favourite. She's one of our favourites. It's G-Flip. Hello, G-Flip. Yo, what's up, boys? Oh, not much. We're just uh, admiring the background of your uh, Zoom at the moment. You've got some balloons in the background. Uh, so that you, you mentioned that was for your birthday recently. Was there a, was there a big celebration? Not really, because I'm in Melbourne. So I've only got my bubble buddy that I can see. So it was a pretty sad birthday. But no, it was actually, I had a great time. I had a good time. Who's the bubble bud? Who got the big tap on the shoulder to... Uh to be your companion through this turmoil? My best mate and cousin, Shah. Oh, so nice. She, yeah, she comes over, she brings her cat, we hang out. Um, otherwise, I'm just doing this a lot, Zoom chats. I tell you <laughs> what, cats on my walks have been just what I've been hanging on to, <laughs> Chief Flip, for this whole time. I've been patting them all. It's been wonderful. Have you? Is the cat nice and cute and receptive to pats? No, it, it, it's freaked out from being so high up in my apartment. So it just like chills under the bed, which oh. is pretty sad. But. Oh. I did notice that you, uh, it looked like you had just moved into a new place. Yeah, I just moved into like an apartment and moved out of my mum's house that I've been in. I was actually meant to move like to LA, but then COVID hit like two days before I was about to leave. And then I was stuck with like, mum and my stepdad and I was like, I haven't been home for like two years I've been on the road. I've not been in this environment for this long and I was like, it's time for me to move out and I bought (laughs) new appliances, which was fun. Well, let's talk about the song, G Flip. Let's talk about your new song. Um, It is called UNI and it's uh, it's turning into quite the, well, it is quite the anthem really. Where did this song first uh, originate? Yeah, I wrote this song in June of 2018, so a good two and a bit years ago, and it came about because my ex-girlfriend was like, all of the songs you release about us are like breakup songs, can you just write a nice love song? And I was like, okay, baby, and then I wrote this song and now I've released it like two years later and we're broken up, so it's like sad. (laughs) Man, that's always that's the tough thing being a muso as well is just having or even any sort of artist putting putting your life and being vulnerable with your emotions and feelings and putting it out to the world and then having the things behind the scenes not necessarily match up in sync with uh, with what's coming out. I guess two years it's given you a bit of bit of time and a bit of perspective. How do, how does it feel now? Sort of uh, re rediscussing those feelings. Um, no, it's been chill. I'm so used to the song and it's like. My mum's favourite song and all my family members' favourite song. So I was just keen to, like, get it out. And I used to play it um, on tour and everyone's always been like, can you release that song? So I was like, all right, here you go, guys. So, yeah, it's out in the world now. Have you ever had any just times over the last few months where you've just literally sat down and listened to it and thought about all the memories? Not really. For me it's like like, like a dance kind of like, because it's kind of like upbeat and dancey, I kind of just like vibe out to the rhythm. I haven't like got sad in my feelings. I don't normally listen to my songs and like think about feelings or memories. That's more like when I'm listening to silence. 
I can get rid yeah, of Yeah, right. <laughs> That's yeah, well, there's nothing going on, yeah. Yeah, are you the kind of person that um, like puts on music all the time? Do you do you get much time for silence? Like do you listen in the car or like going to I used to listen to music going to sleep all the time? Yeah, yeah like you turn on. you walk into the house and turn the TV on just to have the presence <laughs> and the sound around. Are you that person? Oh, I have it all linked up to Alexa so I can go on a walk and then like before I get in the door, I'm choosing what music I'm going to have playing when I walk in the door. Because <laughs> I've never had one of those. Like if you said out loud now, Alexa, play my most played song, would something just start playing? I reckon. Hey, Alexa, play my most played song on Spotify. Your right songs from Spotify. What's it going to be? Oh, it's playing something. What is it? <laughs> What are, what are I think songs? she she got it mixed up. She's playing my my liked songs, not my most oh, played songs. Oh, well, that's song. that's interesting. The one that you've liked most recently. Yeah, what, what is that? What is it? It's Nao Adore You. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I've seen that pop up in one of those um, playlists. We, sexy. We're just getting an insight yeah, right. into, uh, yeah, clicks like on that one. That was pretty. Have, have you been listening to much in your COVID? What, what sort of big musical finds have you had recently? Um, this chick um, from the States called Payday. She's really awesome. I think she's like 17. She kind of raps a bit kind of poppy but like kooky. It's really sick. Um, also, uh did you have something? Oh to say no, I was just gonna. That's like our cue to say I'm gonna ask a question after that. Because I was, oh, look, okay. I so I was me. <laughs> no, I was gonna ask whether you're a slider, whether you slide into DMs of people that you like. Yeah, I normally like will be like, oh, normally I post about it, so I'll be like, this song's dope, just so people who follow me can go listen to the same music. I've also got like a Spotify playlist of all the songs I'm listening to lately. But, yeah, I totally will tell them. I reckon I creep some people out because I'm big on voice memos because I can't be f- typing. Oh, so yeah. So I reckon the voice memo being like, oh, my God, this song's sick. And I reckon there's people, like, around the world that are like, oh, my God, this crazy Australian woman who's, like, yelling at me. Well, you've got to chat to lots of international people recently. I was having to listen. I mean, you're going to put us out of a job, so I shouldn't really advertise this, but G Flip Radio has been a thing over the last little while. I was listening to one from August, and people are calling in from Minnesota just going, you're going to take over the world, G. Like, you've been interacting with a lot of fans from everywhere. How, how's that been going? Yeah, it's been fun. I do this, like, YouTube thing where random people from around the world call in. It seems to be a lot of people from the States call in, which I didn't know that anyone even knew my music on that side of the world, so it's cool. But there was one where really, like, a dude that was really crazy called up and I was, like, trying to usher him off <laughs> the air. Like, how do you guys deal with that if someone's, like, getting crazy on the on the line. How do you shut them down? Uh, I was de- like... It depends. Do you have the 10-second delay dump button where you can get rid of them straight away? Which you, I don't have that stuff all right, going well, down. You just need to uh, casually get the words in and go, all right, what, what Matt O'Kine, you've, you've had to do well, it a few times to a few I remember, on the I Triple J text line. One of the things that I remember is we made the mistake of asking, Alex Dyson decided to ask, at like 6 a.m. in the morning, what do you think the universe is like how do you think that we all exist are we a are we a computer are we a simulation man the calls we got that morning this dude in bunbury's on his roof he just taken acid and we're just like, like bro please. get out of here man yeah but i think just very much thanks very much. we've run out of time thanks very much we got to get we got to get to the next segment 
That'll be fine. G Flip, thank you so much for chatting to us. Really appreciate you joining us on All Day Breakfast. The new single, You and I, is out right now. We've got to actually jump off because we have our new guest coming on. But um, are you excited about the weekend of footy this weekend? I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so... I'm about to watch the replay from last weekend just to pet myself up. Oh, really? <laughs> what a game. You are a Pies supporter and last week Collingwood beating the West Coast Eagles unbelievably by a point. I was on the edge of my seat because I'm a Collingwood fan as well, which is why I'm quite excited that our next guest is actually uh, the backman for Collingwood Magpies, Darcy Moore. Um, oh, really? Who's actually <gasps> going to pop in right now. Darcy, <laughs> how are you, mate? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> How are you, my man? Sorry, we're just wrapping things up with G Flip here on the on the potty. But um, thanks so much for joining us, G Flip. You're a Pies fan, though. Yeah, G Flip. Hey, Darcy Moore. What's up? <laughs> what are the balloons for? Are they for the new song? Um, yeah, new song, and then it was my birthday a couple of weeks ago or last week. Love it. Nice. Happy birthday. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> now, Darcy, are you a fan of G Flip's work? You're familiar with her with her work. I am. Yeah, I've been listening. Uh, I've been listening to your song all morning just to uh, prepare for this uh, this little uh, surprise. So yeah, I'm loving it. It's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I've been listening to Surprise theme song all morning. So. <laughs> well, from our chats, Darcy, you could be expecting a few excited voice memos from G Flip uh, when you uh, play very well this week, I'm sure. But she was just saying she's about to watch the replay of the Eagles match. It was a huge game. You better. You, did you watch it at the time, G Flip? What's your report of the match? Oh. Cliffhanger, I was on the edge of my seat. It was crazy. I was standing, like, right in front of the TV, just, like, glued to it. It was it was awesome. So good to be the Eagles, especially over there. Like, oh, God, it was great. It was so good. <laughs> what are your, how was what are your, your memories from the game, Darcy? How did you How did you feel about it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit of a crazy game. It was um, – even the lead-up was crazy. Like, they made us fly over to Western Australia seven days before the game, um, basically – processed us through the airport with police and then sent us into a quarantine facility. So we were stuck in a quarantine facility. Half the half the team were living in caravans in the car park um, of this quarantine facility because they didn't have enough rooms for us all. Um, so we were lumped in there for seven days and they finally let us out after the seventh day to go to Optus to play. And then we got thrown to the wolves in front of 30,000 Western Australians who were calling us all the dirty magpies because they thought we are all infected with coronavirus. Um, and then we bloody beat them by a point. Yes. Yeah. So oh, yes. I think I don't think we can hold you up anymore, G Flip. You better go and uh, watch this replay to get ready for the Geelong Cats-Collingwood Magpies game on the weekend. We'll keep chatting to you, Darcy. But any last uh, words of encouragement for the weekend, G Flip, for Darcy before we let you go? Oh, just... Yeah, rough them up, let's go, let's just f***ing win. Like, <laughs> I'll be so wrapped. If, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> That'll be awesome. great. I'll pass that on to the team. Yeah, <laughs> In the huddle, just get the big G flip G up. That's G what we need. G says F and win, all right, let's do it. Let's just win. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much, G flip. We'll uh, chat to you soon. And th thanks again for taking the time. See you, group. Bye. See ya. And Darcy Moore, thank you so much for uh, crashing our little G Flip interview there. That's that's pretty cool because you you love a bit of Aussie music yourself. I do, yes. I um I'm a big fan of her work, so that was as much fun for me as it was for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited about this weekend as well, Collingwood uh, playing and and I mean 
Talk to us about what that you, – you briefly touched on it about the quarantine process when it came to, you know, flying in Perth, but you've been in a bubble this whole season, you know. What What is this the bubble that everyone's been talking about? Yeah, it's it's been a crazy season. I mean, when we started off, um, I think it was round two when we started living by all these sort of restrictions. The AFL started sort of sending us memos and um, about what we could and couldn't do, which included um, – you know, obviously going out and socialising with friends and all that sort of stuff, training in big groups. So we're all thinking, geez, this is a bit weird. This is a, this is a weird season. And then before we knew it, we were shut down and stuck in our houses. And then they um, initially flagged, you know, to send us away for months to get the season away in Queensland. And none of us really believed it. Like we just didn't think it would happen. And then we got uh, told that we were leaving Melbourne on a on a Tuesday, I think it was in June or in July, and then um, we got a late night message saying it was going to be Monday because the virus was breaking out in Melbourne, and then we all got uh, another message two hours later saying, "Actually, scratch that. We're leaving tomorrow morning, which was a Sunday morning. We're leaving <laughs> at eight a.m. We got to get straight out of Melbourne on a chartered flight." <laughs> this just sounds like that Thinking. one friend you have that just keeps changing plans, and you're just <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep tabs with exactly. them. <laughs> And then wow. they usually got told, you know, maximum 32 days. You'll be away for 32 days and then we'll be back in Melbourne and just get the season, keep the season going. And then it's been 14 weeks and we're still here and we've been to Perth and Joondalup and Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. So, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a weird Australian footy road trip and, yeah. It must have been hard at times, man. Like, I mean, there would obviously be the highs, like winning a game like against West Coast last week, but... I mean, you must have hit a few yeah, lows man. in this. A couple of walls in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, and unlike you, I don't have an 18-month-old daughter. So <laughs> um, I'm living with everyone's everyone's kids and it's just really hard for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really not used to living with kids. So it is the, the families with the with the kids of the uh, your teammates are around as yeah, well. Yeah, and then even like because we've had – at most we've had four teams here. So we've got the Melbourne Storm here and we've had two other – AFL teams at times. So that's a lot of kids, man. Like, it's a lot of. Bro, you look like, like you've trying seen. To eat my breakfast, trying to eat my breakfast in peace. I'm just like tired. I just like <laughs> played the day before. I just want to sit there and eat some like wheat bix or something. Oh. And you've got kids throwing food. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you, Darcy? Oh, sorry, mate, you poor little baby. Get over it, mate. What do you think it's like? This is the hell I live in. Uh, 90 days, 18 months for mankind. Oh, oh, I bet you had to sit in your little hotel room and just lie there. Oh, it's so difficult. Can't even leave the hotel. Mate, I'd do anything to be stuck in a hotel by myself for a few weeks. So what have you and the teammates, uh, the, I guess the, the childless magpies, what do, you, what do you do to keep yourselves entertained? I've seen some table tennis taking place. What other things? Are there board games? What, what have you been getting yeah. up to? Well, I've been... Um, from a very early on period in the hub, I've been excluded from the table tennis just purely because the standard is just ridiculous. And when you get a whole bunch of testosterone fueled footballers stuck in a hotel together, they really use table tennis as an outlet. And if you're not careful, you'll get a you'll get a bloody paddle to the head. It's so me. I've avoided I've avoided the table tennis. The old sibling rules. I've copped I've copped a few uh, a few rackets in my time, eh? From best mates in the yeah. in the garage many, under the there's house. There's been that many broken bats and everything. That we've had oh. a few trips to Rebel to just stock up on some table tennis Wait, bats. Is there anything hotel. worse just on the side than rocking up to like a place that has a table tennis table? You're like, oh, sick. You look at the milk crate in there and the rackets like the 
things peeling off. The rubber's You've got all the orange rubber there. It's because everyone's chucking it around. All beds. Anyway, so instead of that, what what have you been up to? Yeah, to avoid the kids, I just pretty much stay in my room and read books and listen to Taming Parlor. That's really all I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What are you um, looking forward to the most? Getting out of the bubble, what are you looking forward to? Definitely just sitting down in a restaurant and just being able to have a meal, get table service, drink a few beers and just relax. Um, mm. Also looking forward to just not having meetings that go for half an hour to an hour, just talking, sitting around talking about football all day. But, uh, <laughs> also something that I'm looking forward <laughs> to. I saw an interview with you just, I think as were things were going you know, first collapsing and they had to postpone the, a few games. And you said you, you weren't a footy head, which is quite interesting because, you know, I've, I've played a fair bit of football just in, you know, school growing up and everything. And, yeah, I found it a bit difficult sometimes when the conversation was all about football and stuff, particularly when I had come straight from tap dancing and I had to quickly change in the car before I, <laughs> <laughs> before I you know, got in the change enough, rooms. Alex, I actually did tap dancing at when I was a kid as well. What? And I actually oh, used to do tap dancing at the same time. That's so good. Well, <laughs> we have got to find all of the other tap dancing footballers. Please step forward or tap forward, however <laughs> musically you want to do it. Let us know who you are. We need to put a new tap dogs together. Yeah, absolutely. The tap pies could, <laughs> could be happening. But, but I mean, but, but Darcy, what would you be, What you know, you, if you say you're not a footy head and obviously you do love the game and you're, you're an incredible player, but... What what would you be doing if you weren't? I mean, you've got a you've opened a pop up barber shop before, like mm. or, you know, in the uh, in the hub. You've, you've been mm. cutting hair. Is that like a your side hustle that you'd love to do? I think it is. Yeah, I've um, it's only a recent thing. I've only started doing it about four or five weeks ago in the hub, like you said, because when can't go and get haircuts, so I've been cutting the boys' hair and. I love it, mate. I'm already planning my opening a barbershop somewhere in uh, a barbershop somewhere in in Melbourne when I get back. And um, I'm definitely not classically trained. I've just learned <laughs> on the job, so I'm going to need some some sort of formal training. I think. Well, I will put you in um, touch with a good friend of mine, Darcy, Mr. Tom Tilly, host of the briefing. Uh, used to run a joint out of his place called Cut and Convo, where he'd have a, he'd cut oh. your hair and have a convo with you. So, uh, yeah, maybe that could be the, the, the humble beginnings of the Darcy Moore Haircut Club. Absolutely. Sounds good. That's been the other thing I was saying the other day to somebody. Everyone always talks about it like your barber doesn't shut up and you just it's good having a good chat at the barbershop. But there's something about it as well. The chats have been really good. Like I've cut a few of the young boys' hair, the first and second year players that I that I don't know that well and just kind of cut their hair for an hour. And we've ended up chatting and sort of having a really good – it's been a really nice way to kind of bridge that gap because it's like um, – yeah, it's just a good setting to kind of mm. chill and have a chat. Darcy, I've been wanting to ask, uh, you know, it's been a difficult season. It's been a tough season for so many reasons, uh, you know, especially looking at the pandemic and the hub. But also there was a, a big movement earlier on in the year when it came to Black Lives Matter. And there was a lot of controversy around the club uh, with uh, ex-player Heritier Lumumba um, and allegations made, etc. And I'm, I'm just wondering... You know, as someone who, as, as a brown person myself and, um, you know, seeing the news externally and, and only understanding things from a, you know, media's perspective, et cetera, what has the attitude been like at the club and has there been a, I mean, just for a player like yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like a young player like yourself who might not have been around at any time during that time, has there been much inward reflection for the team at all? Yeah, I think it's been, um, 
it hasn't been something that we've sort of necessarily addressed overtly with everyone, with the whole group, because I think the club's doing their own sort of process of investigation and all that sort of thing, trying to understand, you know, the allegations and get some um, more information about it and stuff to sort of deal with it officially. But totally, man. I mean, it's it's been like um, everyone with the whole movement, it's sort of the whole point of it is sort of to raise everyone's level of consciousness and awareness about these sorts of issues and what, you know, it's like for what black people's experience is like in different situations. And, you know, I've been in this in a pretty close, intense team environment for six years now and from when I was 18 years old and you become more institutionalised than you think and you just, it kind of takes a moment like that or to read something like that to sort of step back and think, hang on, what, what would it actually be like when an 18-year-old walks in? What sort of environment is this like for them and depending on where they're from or um, what they look like or whatever they're into. So um, it's sort of, it's been an important catalyst and I've, no, I've had a few discussions with some of the guys about it and, um, you know, we've got, I think you know, but we've got a player on our team who's who's playing really well at the moment. He's a young player in his second year who's um, who's brown as well. He's from, he's got a Ghanaian heritage as well as, same as you. So yeah, I've had a few chats with him. You know, it's just learning from other people's experience because it's, um, I think it's a good chance for the club as well as, the rest of us as, as young men um, to just kind of raise our consciousness and our awareness around issues like this. Yeah, and be that change going forward, which you've managed to do as well. You were a big proponent of the free, free the flag movement, Darcy, when uh, that was around the AFL was in a position where they weren't putting the Aboriginal flag on the field as they'd done in previous years because of a copyright mm. dispute there. Yeah, so we wear an Indigenous round jersey every year and last year in 2019 after we we wore it we got served the club got served with a cease and desist letter to stop printing jerseys with the aboriginal flag on it and then um then early in the year as a sign of solidarity um when we played richmond we wore black t-shirts in the warm-up and um it sort of came up a little bit then the free the flag campaign and then the club had been working on joining the campaign officially with clothing the gap for about six months and they asked me to be an ambassador and I. Um, I just just jumped at it. I thought it was an awesome, given what you said before, Matt. Like our club has a has a checkered history with these sorts of issues, and it's. I thought it was a really important way for us to kind of get on the front mm. foot, and we were the first kind of sporting club or AFL team or even mainstream organisation to really support the movement. And we did a session myself and um, Travis Varco, who's a um, Aboriginal player in our team, and we just spoke about the flag and the movement and um, what it was all about and. Everyone just couldn't couldn't believe it that we mm. weren't able to wear the Aboriginal flag and um, Indigenous round, and the boys were so supportive. And then we ended up because of our involvement, it ended up every single other AFL team got around it and supported the campaign officially, and we were able to really start. And that's the whole point of mm. clothing the gaps. Message is to start conversations, and we were able to do that, which is really cool. And we're starting to see some Senate hearings and um, a bit more mainstream discussion about why the Aboriginal flag isn't used as widely as it should be, and that's really cool to be a part of that. It was it was a cool experience and hopefully a bit of a step forward for, for the movement. Absolutely, man. It's so great that young players like yourself and it's across all, not only the whole AFL, but all sports in general, young players coming in and acting this cultural change, which can, yeah, help help Australia and the world get to a, get to a better place and a more equal place, which is incredible. You've been so generous with your time today, Darcy. Yeah, really appreciate you, Darcy. you having a talk to us here on All Day Breakfast. I mean, I'm 
it's either this or go back with the rest of the kids. So I guess it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they'd be waking up from nap time now as well. So they'll be re- really energetic, lots of energy. That's but let's it. talk about the weekend. I mean, let's talk about uh, tomorrow night's game uh, against Geelong. How are you going to approach this one? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the rest of the competition now are going to take us a little bit more seriously than what they did last week. I mean, no one really gave us a chance against West Coast, particularly over there. And our form hasn't been the greatest towards the second half of the year. So I don't, I think because of our performance last week, a lot of people will sit up a bit straighter and watch our game with a little bit more interest. So um, we're expecting Geelong to kind of, you know, really respect us and, and come out and play hard. I mean, they've got some unreal talented players. They've got some of the best players in the league, Patrick Dangerfield and Tom Hawkins. And Is Bucks putting you on Tommy tough. Hawkins? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I... Uh, I think Jordan Ruffhead normally gets the job, All so uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, yeah. he's a good um, player. Just give him a chop out, so, as, as you always do, which is nice. <laughs> but I, I guess people have been underestimating you because at all points they're just thinking the travel, the hub. You've been away for so long. You've been mm. trips back and forth to Perth are gonna is going to take its toll. It hasn't up to this stage. Has there been any secret that you've put in? Is it the ice baths? Is it the um, the face masks? What what's what is what's your uh, Space Jam special sauce, which is keeping the body and particularly the mentality to want to go out and want it enough to win? What's what's keeping that drive going? Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's the kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You see them every morning. You see how much that's- energy they have. It's like, I'm going to do it for them. And wow. if this was the telly movie, Darcy Moore's heart would open up, and he'll you'll kick the winning goal in the game, and you'll high five the most annoying kid in the uh, in the crash. <laughs> I, I can tell you, it's not the kids, mate. I went out for a kick the other day. Yeah. The ball was too pumped up. It hurt my foot, okay? so you. I went for my first kick and I've got a circular bruise on top of my foot from a single <laughs> single kick. So it's not the kids, mate, because uh, yeah, Sophia did not change me at all. So, uh, But, yeah, good luck tomorrow night against Geelong. We'll be barracking for you. And thanks so much for joining us on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And thank you for surprising G-Flip as well. She was stoked. Thanks, guys. No worries. And if you could do me a favour, I got a little bit stressed watching the Eagles game last week. If you do win, could you do it by a, a bit more than, than last okay. time? Because <laughs> it's a lot less stressful if you're five goals up than uh, if you're up by just a point. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely mention it to Bucks. Maybe right after I mention um, A. Dyson's um, nine-goal performance in the second half. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> the word's getting out. That'll we'll, see we, we'll see if we can get you on the wing or something. I don't know. Uh, just let's, uh, we'll, we'll stop recording. I'll tell you about the specky. I took over Jude Bolton in a charity match one, one day, mate. Um, all right, hold on the line. Thank you very much, Darcy. We'll catch Cheers, you soon. Cheers, Darcy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. All day breakfast. Uh, Alex Dyson, we are about to wrap up the show. But yeah, well, I, that's um, on my rundown is we say goodbye and yeah, uh, get things going. But you've brought a new addition to the table no, here. Only, and you don't know what I'm about to say. Okay, and you have to understand that I am, I feel a bit nervous about this. <laughs> I'm cautious. I'll say cautious. There is, very least. Okay, so we talked to Briellen from Melbourne on the phone. The girl who dropped the keys in keys the water off the, the pier. pier. Yes, and her dad yes. had to go fish them. Yeah. Yes, but I, I can't let this show finish without addressing something. Because Briellen and I have had like a like a we, we have known each other, or we yeah. have had an encounter in the past, which <laughs> an encounter. What do you mean? Well, yeah, and it doesn't sound like it. Look, it's just dumb. It's just one of the st- and 
chalk it up to another one of the stupid <laughs> things that I've done. Okay, so let's All just right. call Briellen back. Yeah. All right, because I need to. Sure, I've got a number here. I can give it yes, a go. Yes, 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 yes. Just press it, please. All right. Um... Hello, Briellen speaking. Oh, hey, Briellen. It's Matt and Alex. How are you? Hey, look, I just wanted to uh, get you back on the line because I, I wanted to to, to um, remind, well, Alex about our last interaction that we had. Okay, no worries. <laughs> do you remember when we met last, Briellen? I sure do. <laughs> because do you remember Alex Dyson me telling a story on Triple J a little while back where um, I went on. I mean, it wasn't a date, was it, Briellen? Nah, nah, but it was, it was hanging. It was hanging. It was a. It was a. <laughs> What's like, this? It was a catch up. It was a catch up. Yeah. It was a night. It was a catch up at night time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but not not like that. It was out in public. There was there was it was you know you know. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. We're uh, all with those no friends. One, I'm laughing because no one calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was well, we didn't know each other that well. Do you know what I mean? And so it was like. Uh, Hey, let's meet up here. There's other people here. Anyways, <laughs> the story that I've told you, Daiso, is that right. um, I went, um, we sort of, a bit awkward to even talk about. But anyways, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, well, that wraps things up. It was, a bit, it was a bit of a, it wasn't a date, but it was a bit of a thing. I was like, oh, well, wraps up. Do you maybe want to come back to my place? Brielle was like, no, I'm just going to go home. And I was like, oh, cool, so will I. And then I got in the taxi and then I remember this story. <laughs> and then started driving, and my friend was like, "Dude, why are you going? Come back!" And so I did the the lap of the block kind of thing, and then got out of the taxi. And then we kind of, I think we saw each other as um, <laughs> again me getting out of the the cab, and I was back what, in. What happened from your perspective, Priellen? I know I don't remember seeing you do the do the lap of honor. Um, oh. <laughs> Good. But you definitely got in the car before I did, and I think that was the that was the bone of contention with the listeners. Right. Oh, that's that, right. The that... chivalry was dead because you jumped in the cab first. Oh, <laughs> what? That's what people are annoyed about. Get out of it. I mean, so the taxi and pulls up, um, and then Matt goes, "I'll grab this one, thanks." You get the next one. <laughs> yeah. He gets in the taxi. And so you're standing there, Briellen. You've just finished your catch up at night time. You're waiting for the next cab. The next cab pops up. Matt O'Kine gets out of the cab going back to the club. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no. Well, okay. at this point, you realise you dodged a bullet, Brielle. I think that I saw Brielle. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Brielle and I think I ran into the club to hide because I was too ashamed of what had just happened. But it was very embarrassing. And anyway, we talked about it the next day, but I haven't actually spoken to you like properly since. So um, I'm sorry for taking the cab, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I would never have not known about it had you not spoken about it on air the next day. <laughs> I know, this is oh, the problem. So you didn't though. actually spot him coming back? No, he would have been a stellar guy in my book um, had I not known. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Once Except again. a stellar guy who, who steals taxis from you. I can't believe I did that as well. Just like, so I'm going home now. And you're like, so am I. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, taxi. Me and I first. jump in. What a dog. I'm so sorry, Ellen. No, it's okay. You've, you've, you've paid it forward in the future in many ways with listening to Matt and Alex. So, you know, you give me joy every day and you don't even know it. Well, oh, Ellen, your story you. was incredible. And uh, thank you very much for exposing Matt's uh, once again. We're glad that we finally got to the bottom of that of that story. And um, 
yeah, your story ended in the same way that Jack from Melbourne's story ended. It was with a big asshole. So um, <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much for chatting and we'll catch you later. No worries. Bye. Thank See ya. And thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex, not only today, not only this week, but since the inception and it's momentous occasion, Matt O'Kind, because it's our last Friday before we have a week off before we come back, which is quite incredible. Yeah, so we're not going to be with you, but we uh, for everyone who says, oh, you know, we've got to catch up on the show, etc., we're actually looking back on all of our favourite moments over the next week. So if there's any episodes you miss, we're going to make sure that we are giving you the creme de la creme of all of our favourite, favourite items on the menu of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So if you want some friends to start listening to the podcast, who you can then share some rat dog memes about the show with, uh, next week would be a great week to get them to listen to it, which would be awesome. Thank you so much to G Flip and Darcy Moore for uh, giving us a call and having a chat there. That surprise went excellently. Mwah, Italian chef. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you the week after next. But we've also recorded some, you know, boutique content for you next week as well. We're not going to oh, leave you in yes. the worst like that. Actually, we'll be there. yeah, don't don't just think that we're just, just cutting and pasting stuff. We, you've got to, we've given you custom little taste yeah, intros, we've, we've outros. We've pimped our best of podcasts, so exactly. you'll be able to hear that. Uh, catch you soon. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.